Broadcasting from the island of North America on AMR.FM to the people of the Global South. This is Radio for the Blind, and I am Joshua David McLaren. Somehow along the way, we have forgotten that the original purpose of currency is to easily demonstrate to others that we have contributed to society in some fashion other than that which is required to realize that which we wish to obtain and are therefore deserving of that which we did not make, grow, raise, or otherwise do ourselves. Chapter 10 Equitable Pay In speaking with a Caucasian construction contractor in Virginia who seems to understand quite well what the common person goes through on the daily, a story was related of an elderly black gentleman, affectionately monikered Old G, who had been working for the company since the contractor's father ran the show. The contractor, John, spoke of a time when he had given cost-of-living raises to everyone on board. He gave the carpenters an additional 50 cents an hour and the laborers an additional 25 cents. To John, this made sense as the carpenters were all earning more per hour and would therefore have a higher financial requirement to subsist their daily living. To old G, who has now found his time and flesh has passed, may his soul find rest and solace, peace and love in whatever state it may be right now, this did not make sense and he approached his level-headed boss about it. Old G explained, Last year, a loaf of bread cost 25 cents less than this year. Now, you give that carpenter 50 cents, and you're going to give old G 25. That don't make no sense. Carpenter walk away, quarter in his pocket, a loaf of bread in his hand. Old G just get that loaf of bread, and got no money in his hand. Nah. You give me my 50 cent, or you give that carpenter his 25, because that loaf of bread ain't know the difference. Being a good man with a solid head on his shoulders, John had to agree that old G's logic was sound, according to a laborer's point of view, which he could not deny. You see, as a business owner, it is important to remember, as he did after that discussion, that when one is doing business, one is doing it with human beings not with pieces of paper, or with numbers, or with assets. In business, as in life, we must respect the relationships that we have with one another. Call them basic human rights, if you will, but perhaps it is more helpful to view this more as basic human decency, as that is truly what it is. One who is impoverished does not see that when shampoo is bottled in a larger quantity, it costs the company less to bottle it, so passing on those savings will encourage the purchase of more product all at once, thus ensuring one more customer for a longer period of time and consequently perpetuating the resiliency of the business. No, to an impoverished person, the view is simply this. I have X dollars to purchase food and pay my bills, but I need to buy shampoo right now, which costs Y dollars. I do not have a savings, for I am living just from hand to mouth, which means at the end of the week, the equation x minus anything, or even just x by itself, will always equal zero. 
Therefore, the larger the number that is represented here by y, the cost of my shampoo, the less food I will eat, or the more behind I will become on one bill or another. To one who finds such perspective relatable, there is no view of the business's agenda to perpetuate its own survival, but the human view alone. These two views, the human view and the survivalist's view, are quite similar in society's current state, in that, again, the concept of survival is at their core. Parallels of this shampoo example can be found throughout the world, and it is apparent that, to the man or woman who has more money, more money may be saved, while to the man or woman who is struggling and could really use more money, in the long run, more money will be spent. Perhaps there is a lesson here about the value of a good savings plan, but again, the hand-to-mouth mentality is one that bases itself upon the tenets of survival, prioritizing the resolution of each financial obligation based upon the paramount importance of immediate necessity. The impoverished person sees quite plainly all the many ways in which those with money may assist the people who are struggling and will often feel quite powerless to do anything about it. For at the end of the day, the impoverished person must either have clean hair or wind up filthy in the end. And that loaf of bread ain't know the difference.